Hi everybody, welcome back to Metaphysical Life Mastery. Thank you for joining me again. Welcome to all the new subscribers. Leave your likes, shares, and comments. I wanted to say that uh, I did not do the full history of Akhenaten when it came to Nipsey Hussle. I really, child, I had about nine family members in my head. I was even trying to find, I got to find out who grandma is, grandma Nip. <laughs> You know, I don't want to, I ain't be, I'm not being disrespectful, y'all. Grandma Nip, I got to find out who Grandma Nip is. I don't, you know, Spears said Nipsey is Akhenaten. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, everybody said Obama was Akhenaten. But Obama, they said he was Akhenaten because he looks like that bust of Akhenaten, but he does not embody Akhenaten energy. And see, my wonderful subscriber wrote under the last video about easily manifesting and staying up out of these churches is she said you know you got a point about the rebel energy of nipsey and that would make him more make nipsey more like akhenaten than obama uh the multiple wives or baby mamas loving children children sitting on his lap Akhenaten hated the military. He received threatening letters. He built an empire. He recorded a lot of his daily lifestyle when he was here. And then they tore down his buildings and tried to ruin his legacy after he died. And Nefertiti was the first daughter of Akhenaten's, um, excuse me, it was the first mother of Akhenaten's daughter. So yeah, she said, don't nothing surprise me. Nefertiti would be Tanisha Foster, in my opinion. And um, now that million dollar question is finding out who <laughs> I used to be and who I am now. So she's talking about past lives, past lives, right? So yes, Nip is more like Akhenaten than Obama ever was. Obama was not a rebel. I feel like Obama would be kind of like a the fourth type of energy, more down to earth. Uh, but I got to look into these pharaohs because, you know, they all had so many, so much about them out there from the scholars and the archaeologists. And my uncle has like hundreds of books on ancient Egypt. I mean, just hundreds of books on ancient Egypt, Africa, Nubian history, Ethiopian history. Um, if I even have to write him and ask him some questions, I will. But I'm pretty sure I can find that myself. But I, I need to find out who who grandma is. And I need to tell y'all more about Akhenaten and how the subscribers said these correlations go to Nipsey. And that's why uh, Spirit said Akhenaten. Now, just because Tanisha has problems does not mean she does not embody Nefertiti energy because Nefertiti didn't take no motherfucking shit. Okay, see, sometimes in past lives, you're different slightly than you are in another life sometimes you're more combative it depends on what culture you're in sometimes you're more reserved but your soul stays the same your soul stays the same your mission stays the same so this episode is going to be about my past lives the two the one and a half that I have been allowed to see actually the two and a half that I've actually been allowed to see and maybe it'll help somebody recognize the signs that maybe you have a past life in a certain culture and I'm gonna tell you what I saw and yeah and then my next episode will be the first part of an anthology series that I'm going to do 
it's going to be letter one of an anthology series and you will know the topic when I go ahead and drop it. I don't always like to broadcast my topics ahead of time because niggas on YouTube be stealing and shit. And I'm not talking about my subscribers. I'm talking about other motherfuckers who listen to me and then you the shit pop up on their channel. This, this shit been happening since I've been on YouTube. Like I said about the code to the matrix. Nobody had the code to the matrix on YouTube. YouTube blocks me from uploading it. Then one of the biggest fucking YouTubers out there in the spiritual community, Ralph Smart, puts up the code to the matrix. So, you know, come on now. Come come on now. Come on now. I, 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 I mean, come on. Then another channel puts up the code to the Matrix. Both of y'all motherfuckers got the code to the Matrix up in two days. The next day after YouTube blocked me from putting it up. So, see, niggas be stealing on YouTube. And niggas, contrary to popular beliefs, belief, niggas ain't just black people. <laughs> okay. I think I said that before. Niggas is not just black people. Uh, the nigger spirit applies to who it applies to, regardless of race and or ethnicity. All right. The nigger spirit can get on anybody. And we're going to talk about that nigger spirit another time. And I'm going to give it a name. So y'all people who are not black, don't be offended by the word nigger. I'm not telling you to use it dear soul i'm just telling you don't feel funny about me using it don't feel uh please don't get offended please don't feel like oh her channel's not for me because she's talking about niggas uh i am a black person okay and i have a long 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 learned history with dealing with nigga shit okay and checking niggas as well and bopping niggas over the head in the spirit, okay, for treating people wrong and, and, and doing people wrong, doing children wrong, okay, and animals and stuff. So, see, don't let it fool you if you're non-black. Don't think that, oh, uh, she's talking about niggas. That's, that's racist. That's prejudice. That's, that, you know, that, that's not about me. No, the nigga spirit is a spirit that can get on anybody. And when I do the decode on the nigga spirit, then you will recognize, oh, this is some shit that I done seen my damn daddy do. And my daddy is French. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You will recognize this spirit in some people that ain't black. Okay, enough about that. Past lives. So I'm going to describe this to you as accurately as possible with as much detail as possible because... I first started seeing this years ago, about four years ago, I began to see my past lives, but um, they didn't come immediately together. There were two that I saw together, but when I saw myself before I came here, I was not in the earth realm or in the earth dim dimension. I was in a higher heavenly realm, and I'm not saying this to sound cocky, I'm not saying this to come off as spiritually elitist or uh make y'all think that oh she thinks she high and mighty no 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 I'm telling you that I saw myself along with other people of every ethnic background that you can think of in a higher realm above the earth which I guess could be considered third heaven 
you know, we have these names for these things. I don't know if it's really called third heaven. I just know it was a different place from here. And it was way up in the ether, way, way, way up in another dimension, another level. And I saw my, I was there, there were other people there. And the most high was there and Yeshua HaMashiach was there and there were angels there, but they were not, you know, with their big wings they can take the form of humans. They can walk around like humans and cloak their wings or remove their wings. You know, wings are kind of like, um, they have a cloaking ability with wings. You know, they don't also with angels and archangels, they have a cloaking ability with their true form. So if an angel or archangel is what we would consider like seven, seven feet tall. And if you're not, um, in America, you'll have to convert those feet to centimeters or, or meters. So say a person is like, say, say an angel is six foot three, like Nipsey, six foot three or 1.91 meters. Um, and they don't necessarily, if you even, if the angel was even seven foot three or, or eight foot three, they can cloak themselves into a human body and downsize to a man or a woman who is normal or average height to blend in. Okay, um, pardon me if I'm congested, y'all. It's real early in the morning, and I get up early. I don't like to sleep late because when I, the longer I stay in bed, I go to bed at a decent time. The longer I stay in bed, I get a headache. My ass be hungry. I burn a lot of calories even when I'm not moving around. So whenever I wake up and I start talking, everything starts moving. The juices get flowing in my head and my throat, and that's also because of having those throat surgeries uh it's, it's done fucked up my uh drainage in a little it not really like I'm not blocked up but it's just I get more congestion than I did before but it's also spiritual so if you've ever watched that show supernatural now supernatural has like 15 seasons y'all so that it's a lot of child it's a lot of tea in that show lucifer is in the show azazel is in the show uh grim reaper the angel of death is in the show and, and grim reaper likes chili cheese hot dogs and goddamn slushies and milkshakes and shit and uh motherfucker said if you call me again <laughs> the, the, the angel of death told sam and dean winchester if you call me again i'm gonna kill your ass i'm gonna kill you stop calling me stop conjuring me up what do you want See, the angel of death is Azazel, a.k.a. Israel. All right. Peep that name, Israel. So you want to know why Israel likes to kill off Palestinians? Angel of death energy. But see, the angel of death has different archetypes and faces, right? The angel of death is known to go to hell and convert souls and allow them to come to heaven. The angel of death also uh, comforts and ministers to people before they take their last breath and have to go over to the other side, leads them out of this dimension. The angel of death is also over what are called reapers, which are lower level angels who come and get souls, who come and lead souls when people die. Uh, people who have had near-death experiences have probably seen them, even if they don't want to admit that they've seen those reapers. They see some strange man. It's like in that uh, video, music video, the, the Crossroads, right? By um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. If you haven't seen that video, The Crossroads, remember that came up in Nipsey's read 
on my channel, The Crossroads, See You at the Crossroads. And I had no idea that one of his old partners had actually shouted out that song because that song came up while I was reading for Nip. And so if you go watch that video, that's a reaper. That black man with the shades, that is a fucking reaper. That is not the angel of death. Okay. There's a difference between the big daddy, the boss, and then the reapers. They're like foot soldiers, right? So me and all these people were up there. All of us had on white. Everything was just white. White on white on white on white on white. And then Most High was there. You cannot put a face to the Most High. I'm sorry uh, to tell you, you cannot put a face to the Most High and say he's black, he's white, he's Chinese, he's Japanese, he's Indian. You can't put a face and say he has dreadlocks, he has... You cannot put a face to the Most High. The Most High is just the Most High. Uh, and I don't know about other people, but that's just who the Most High is to me. Same for the Holy Mother. The Holy Mother can come in an archetype. And I believe about certain ar archetypes, but I'm not going to talk about that here because it's off topic. It's a whole nother subject. But the Most High was there. And, and to kind of mesh this with another story, I will include the secondary story about my encounter with the Most High in a heavenly realm at the end of this part about past lives. So we were there. We were all kind of standing around as if we were kind of like, not at a festival, but we were just standing around. The angels were there. Um, the Most High was there. Yeshua HaMashiach was there. And basically one of the head angels was like, we need some of y'all to go down to earth. Who's going to volunteer? And I don't know if I was the first person to volunteer, but I was one of the first, one of the top three or top five to volunteer. And I said, I'll go. And then there were several others and they said, okay, well, uh, you're going to go and uh, you're going to have your mission and it's like they didn't even have to explain the mission to us we automatically knew it's totally when you on that high spiritual level there you don't have to use no words it's telepathic but at that point this angel was speaking but he did not have to speak to us and say like like Bree, you need okay here's what you do number one do this number two do this number three do this he didn't have to list it out it's like we got an automatic download like in the matrix how they put that jack in the back of their head in the matrix movies they put the jack in the they jacked keanu in neo in and he learned all of this shit like right away it was like a computer download that's what happened to us we didn't have to learn no languages ahead of time we didn't have to learn how to dress we didn't have to learn how to um blend in we didn't have to learn the foods the culture anything it was like an automatic download, but we were not jacked in to anything mechanical like in the Matrix. And then after that, I watched myself and the others who volunteered fly down here. How can I, com how can I compare this? You know how Thor flies down in those movies? Thor in the Marvel movies, like in Thor Ragnarok? And in Thor, in the other Thor movies with um who uh who's that playing them? Who was that playing Thor? The Australian guy. <clears throat> Pardon me, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so congested. I like to do these episodes in the morning, so I don't have no interruption. Um. Uh, 
I want to say Liam Hemsworth. That's his brother. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Liam and Luke Hemsworth are his brothers. He's from Phillip Island, Victoria, Australia. So Chris Hemsworth playing Thor, right? You see how Thor flies down. That's how we came down here. It was like lightning speed, like just flying down like a like a lightning bolt. And when I landed, it wasn't no sonic boom or nothing with like Thor does with his hammer. It was just shoo, right down. And it was like coming down here in, in, in angelic form because that's got to be what we were. We had to be angels too. Otherwise, like if we were lower level entities or we were human, we wouldn't have been up in that high realm because humans are not allowed there. So we are what they would be calling incarnated angels, incarnated angels. And if you Google incarnated angels and look for them on YouTube, you will see a lot about them and you will see a and you will see a lot about earth angels. Well, they're pretty much the same, but slightly different. So I came down here and then started my life. But in the sequence of now, I saw myself land down here, right? And I knew that I had volunteered, but I did not see that life that I landed into until sometime later, months or even over a year later. And how that happened was I started to become very, very, very curious about past lives. I have always been in the past six, seven years curious about past lives. But, you know, that Christianity made me feel made me scared. But I always knew like I know like I always felt deep within my soul that you don't just get one time. How they teach you. In Christianity. And so, you know, I would ex I would listen to the teaching and, and go along with it and read the scripture as I was told to read it in Bible study and Sunday school and stuff. But I never totally agreed that, OK, well, one time to die and and then you be with the most high. For man is appointed once to die. And, and yes, you are appointed once to die once at a time, bitch. <laughs> once. You know I'm going to throw the truth up in there and, and 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 be funny and facetious about it. One at a time. You live one at a time. That don't mean you just live one and kaput. Okay? One at a time. One man is appointed once to die, and that's that. Now, what is that scripture? Let me read it. Yes, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And it as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Yeah, see, see what that judgment is, is this my opinion, y'all. Y'all ain't got to agree. You die, you go back to the captain, them angels and, and the most high in Yeshua HaMashiach, and you check in, and then they decide whether they're going to send you on another mission, whether you're going to hang around home base or not. That's if you are an incarnated angel or sent here from there. If you come in from the dark side, I don't know what happens. I'm sorry. I don't know what. I can. I actually do know what happens, but I'm just not going to talk about that right now. So I misspoke. I actually do know what happens, but I'm not going to talk about that right now because I didn't come from that side. So that'll be another time. But. When they say, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment, that's King James Version. 
once you die, you go back, you go to the judges. You go to the judges. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that. And then I'm going to tell you about how Archangel Raziel, R-A-Z-I-E-L, told me about his past life. So, judgment is an, is an archetype or an angel, archangel. Death, I've already told you about the angel of death. Death is an archetype slash archangel. The game is literally called the game. So that's why I see that nigga, the game, the rapper, be sus. You should have been suspect of any nigga that names himself the game because the game is a real archetype and a demon slash angels. You know, like there's duplicity in the spiritual realm. There are those who say they are angels and there are those who say they are demons, but they are capable of being duplicitous or multifaceted. See, even the righteous archangels can kill and, and, and terrorize and do that, get their hands dirty, so to speak. And I will read you more information on that very, very soon. I want to give you guys some angelology on this channel because I know it's on some on other channels but I want to give it to you from my experience because I've seen it play out like this so the game the game is is a energy all by itself and somebody I think Alexis said something about that in her last read didn't she say something if y'all watched it did she say something about about the game but she didn't refer to it as an archangel and when she said the game I said yeah sissy I've been meaning to speak on the game the game. I think it was in that last reading called Black Panther Part 2. Nipsey Hussle, Johnny Cochran, Black Panther Part 2, I think is what it was. Whatever the last reading was on her channel, Alexis K. Tyler, and you'll see it on YouTube or if you're on her Facebook page. Whatever that last reading was that she did where she talked about Navy recruiting, where which is what I told her. I told her about the Navy recruiting, and she came on right away and did a read, did more information. She mentioned the game in that, but she wasn't talking about the rapper. She's talking about that angel, that archangel that's named the game. The game is also known as Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C. Dominic is his, his other name. See, I'm going to tell you about that another time. But once to die and then the judgment. So you, you take care. You do what you're supposed to do or what you think you're supposed to do down here. Then you get judged. One of the judges is Osiris. Osiris does not determine whether you are guilty or innocent. Osiris hears the evidence. He hears both sides. That's what he does. And you basically hang yourself or you don't. It, it's it's like that it's cold like that and seeing that show supernatural they even show our osiris incarnating as a man and snatching snatching people's souls and putting them up there on the stand and 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 uh sitting there and overseeing the overseeing the testimony he wants to hear your testimony and then there are other energies <clears throat> or angels or gods that determine whether your ass is guilty or not with like my aunt whether your heart is as light as a feather whether you go through or you go back to the other side or you go back in the earth field which is the prison planet now see now everybody's down that down here ain't just down here because they being punished or they in prison some of the a vast number of people are here for punishment but 
a lot are also here for help and to minister and to try to guide souls out. That's why even the angel of death will go to go to hell and get people, allow them to uh, come out if they can be converted. So, you know, Christianity teaches you once you go to hell, that's forever, forever. No, I don't believe that in some souls cases. Yes. But I don't believe it's forever and ever and ever. And the most high just don't never give you no another chance. And you just there forever, just ever, 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 ever to the end of time, which time ain't going to never end uh, because time is an illusion. OK, so I don't believe that the most high just going to send some. I don't believe you, there's something that you can do that bad for the most high to send you down there and never give you a chance to get out. As in your soul. I believe you're going to get another chance at some point. It's like serving a prison sentence. They can give you life in prison, but you're going to die and you're going to get another chance to come back in another body. That's just what I believe. Nobody has to agree. If, if, if the most high in them and them judges see fit to give you another chance to come back in another body, then you could have to do service in some other realm. I don't know. Cause it's not just heaven and hell. There are other realms out there, but, um, and dimensions, but if you were a rich man in a past life and you treated people like crap and you took advantage of people, you may have to come back and be dirt poor and homeless and walk in the streets and, and having lice and scratching and itching and living, uh, living in tunnels and living in sewers and watersheds watershed tunnels you may have to do that i don't know it ain't up to me i'm just saying it's possible anything's possible out there this is a huge huge earth and there are dimensions that we can't see science has proven that children because they're young have an advanced ability to see further into what is called the electromagnetic field emf so that is a lot of times why children see spirits because they have an ability to see further into the field Whereas adults, not all adults, but sometimes adults lose, usually lose that ability. So that's why spirits like to come to children and they've come to my children. They don't come to my daughter. My daughter hears them creaking floors and strange noises. But my son, my son has seen them and I'll have to share those stories another time because that's more on the paranormal side. But a couple years ago, I started to become really, really intensely drawn to past lives and I started doing a lot of research and I wanted to know, okay, most high, if it is your will for me to know my past lives, will you please show me or, or will you please send Archangel Raziel to show me? Because I've always been raised and I've, even though I was raised in Christianity, Baptist Pentecostal denomination, and then later non-denominational slash multicultural uh, non-denominational Christianity, uh, Protestant. Um, part of my family on my daddy's side was raised Catholic, and then they later became Protestant and went to multicultural non-denominational Christian churches. But um, no relatives close to me are into Islam. No relatives close to me are are of any other background so I was always raised you don't pray to angels you pray to the most high and I don't like to say God so I say the most high because your God can be anything and that that name there's some deep knowledge on that name that I've lost track of that if I can get it back I will come back and share it with y'all about why you should not use that name if you can avoid it 
I'm not saying that anything bad is going to happen or it's terrible if you use it. I'm just saying if you can avoid it, it would be wise not to, I mean, wise to avoid it. So I, I was always taught you don't pray to angels, you uh, pray to the most high, like the Bible says. And so I asked the most high, can you send Archangel Raziel? And that's how I do it. Can you send Holy Mother, Holy Father, can you send Archangel Michael to help me? Or with this, or can you send Archangel Metatron for this situation? Or can you send guardian angels to protect my loved ones, my friends, and et cetera, et cetera? I like to go to the head because the head gives out the orders. Now, there are angels that also give out orders, but that's just how I feel spiritually I should do it. So it wasn't long after I prayed that prayer that one night I went into this trance, kind of like what happened when I talked about the angel of death coming to see me on the last episode about staying up out of the church. And while I'm thinking about it, y'all, is my apologies if I came off hard and harsh in that episode. I just love people and I care about people a lot. And that's been my whole energy all my life. And all my past lives, even the ones that I have not been consciously reminded of yet. And the reason why I came down here was to help people. And so when I say stay your ass up out of these churches, I'm not trying to be disrespectful and I'm not trying to be harsh and hard and, and beat, beat, beat you over the head. It's just frustrating because I don't want people to be hurt. Like I've seen people be hurt and I don't want them to be taken advantage of like I've been taken advantage of in this life. Now, of course, it was an agreement. I was I volunteered to go through this shit. So that is another reason why it comes out hard. Like. I done been through this shit. Listen to what I'm telling you. A lot of times they don't mean you no good. So my apology if I came off harsh, but, you know, sometimes I can come off as very dogmatic and preachy. Uh, that could be construed as a negative personality type, but um, it's because I care. It's not because I'm trying to be right or, or bossy or anything. So the most high did send Archangel Raziel. And one night I went into this trance and I, w I actually fell asleep, but it was like trance, like it wasn't a dream. And then I heard a voice that I had never heard before. And then immediately my spirit recognized it's Archangel Raziel. And that's why I was saying before in another podcast episode, it's strange how you can recognize a voice that you've never really remembered hearing before in your life, but your spirit recognize who it is and it can identify it. That's just like Lucifer had never spoken to me before that I can ever remember in this life. But as soon as he spoke, I knew I knew it was him. My spirit identified him. And then he started laughing like, yeah, <laughs> yes, me, who you think it was, you know, and <laughs> that motherfucker's a trip. But anyway, um, so Archangel Raziel basically spoke and said, yes, I, um, I would like to give you some information on your past lives. Uh, we will not show you all of your past lives right now, but... I want you to know who you were when you first came here. And then he replayed the scene from me being in higher heaven, coming down, volunteering for the mission, coming down and landing. And where I landed was India. And he all of this is like he's right there beside me. And we're going we, we don't went back in time and, and we seeing this. 
year year was 3008 BC 3008 BC was the year that I landed in East India along the Ganges River born into a lower class or lower caste family uh, I watched myself grow up and play as a little girl in India and when I got to my late teens early 20s I opened a small little shop so to speak or small little place little shack little herbal center to help people in the village who were suffering from ailments who could not afford to go to those high class sorcerers and magicians and yogis and pay a lot of money and I opened it and I was giving them healing um, medicinal therapies massage and herbal or ayurvedic preparations for free and people were being healed people were recovering and everybody just the word started to spread about me so I did that all my life I never married in that life I had a lot of friends and loved ones but I lived all my life until I got to be about 53 53 wait a minute no I died at 56 y'all I remember now because see all of the numbers are 11, 11, 3008 BC, that equals 11. I died at 56, that equals 11. And I'm going to tell you more about these 11s connected to me too soon. So when I got to be about 50, when I got to be 56, I mysteriously contracted malaria. I do not know if somebody threw witchcraft on me who was jealous of me. I don't know. I just know that I took sick that Archangel Raziel and me were standing there watching me back then and I got sick and it was and he said malaria and I watched myself get sick I watched myself die all of them herbs and all them people I had healed I could not heal myself it was time for me to go that's why you know I died they had a massive funeral procession and I watched them burn my body on a funeral pyre along the Ganges River like they do in India to this day. In Hinduism, they burn people right there at the Ganges River and then they scatter their ashes in the river. That is exactly what they did to me back then in 3008. Now, I came in 3008, but I lived to be 56. So naturally, when I died, it wasn't 3008 anymore. It was another year. But peep game I said malaria right I died of malaria back then he said malaria and I was like okay then we leave out of that once they scatter my ashes we leave out of that then we go to Norway I don't know where this fishing village is because Norway is a big country as far as long there are a lot of little fjords and and uh bays and stuff along the coastline so and there's a lot of rivers and so I don't know where this fishing fishing village would be today I have not looked at a map and spirit has not led me to pinpoint it on a map yet but if it ever happens I'll come and talk about it um but he took me to Norway and how I knew it was Norway because he said this is present day Norway and I was Watching, I could see through this little girl's eyes, which was me. I was a little Viking or Norse girl, a little Norwegian girl. What we would call Norwegian today. Blonde hair, blue eyes, very pale, very tall and slender for my age. Seven years old is when I saw myself. I was able to see through her eyes and see around me and see my mother. 
And then I was also on the outside looking at her, watching my mother kiss me on the forehead. And Archangel Raziel said, your father is off in a war slash raiding party. And he's a he's a general. And I wanted to see more of that life, but Archangel Raziel was like, "We, I'm not going to show you anymore right now. I just wanted you to know this portion because, and then I was grateful for that when I came out of the uh, vision because, or the astral travel, because I had always been fascinated with Norse culture. I left a long comment on the last video I did, so if y'all want to see it, um, it's the one on YouTube called... Um, stay up out of these churches I left a comment and I pinned the subscribers comment and I replied under it and I talked about um how that kind of happened with the past lives briefly but now I'm just re-explaining it in an episode for everybody else to hear I had always been fascinated with Norse mythology aka Viking culture I didn't know why I was drawn to them I just I mean ever since I could figure out and hear what they were like middle school Viking it was just like I was sucked into the culture and like it was just this strange fascination. Fascination. So uh, that is actually one of the signs that you have a past life or have some kind of connection to that culture. Because if you're fascinated with it, you, you're really drawn to the food, the language, the people. If the people come up to you and talk to you like they're familiar with you, like you, they talk to you or behave like your family that's a sign that you probably have past life connection to that culture or were incarnated in that culture before. So I always had this fascination. And so when I saw that I was in a Viking child, a Norse child, that explained a lot of shit for me that I had experienced. Y'all, not even uh, about a week later, I was on YouTube and I watched a tarot reading. Then right after the reading ended, naturally they're reading, there are videos below that on the page that say up next, if you want to do autoplay, you can play some next. And I scrolled down and I saw this video and I was led to click on it. So I clicked on it and the title drew, drew me in. So I had never seen this reader or psychic before. I can't even remember who it was. Um... I just know that the title kind of drew me in and I was led to click on it. So I did and she got my attention right away with what she was saying so I was listening and about 15 minutes into the reading she said some of you Scorpios were Viking in a past life and your father was a Viking general so see that was confirmation coming out of a stranger's mouth that I didn't imagine that shit that I was really I really went back in time Archangel Raziel she really showed me them past lives that, that it wasn't no shit I made up in my head because it came out of a stranger's mouth. Now, you read it on YouTube and thousands of people potentially watch. How many people is that going to apply to? And I just happened to watch that exact video and it applied to me. So some other things that have happened. Those are the only two lives that I've been allowed to see. Well, two, three, two and a half. The one in heaven, the one uh in east india and then the one in the norwegian fishing village i could hear the the sounds around me i could smell the air um i could uh feel the temperature the cold wind uh it was just a you know and when i watched that show vikings the history channel show vikings 
and that other show called um on netflix called the last kingdom which is about the danes or the vikings uh trying to take over england when i watch those shows it feels so familiar to me it's really strange it's really strange when i watch that show vikings i feel at home and that probably explains why i always dreamt of coming and at least visiting this area of the world norway sweden finland iceland i always had a dream of coming here i had a real strong pull to norway i have not been to norway yet but i'm gonna we're gonna go my husband has not been either even though he's a world traveler he hasn't been to america yet either but his relatives have um He's a world traveler, but he has not been to Norway yet because he said he never had a reason to go. It's pretty fucking expensive, but um, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. You know, one of my favorite travel documentaries has a Norway episode, and I find myself watching that episode over and over and over. Sometimes I just get sucked back into it. So uh, that probably explains why the Most High has brought me back to this region. And I live here now, even though Finland is not Viking, their god, Ukko, U-K-K-O, Ukko, is identical to Thor, the Viking or Norse god. This bo- They're both thunder and hammer gods, okay? So even though Finland is not technically Scandinavia, because Scandinavia would be Norway, Sweden, Iceland, Denmark, but, or the Netherlands, rather, but... Even though Finland is technically a different ethnic group than those people, they have intermingled with each other. There are Swedish people who are intermixed with Finnish people. There are vice versa. They're the two official languages of uh, Finland are Swedish and Finnish. So the Swedes are attached on the land to Finland. There, There's a border between those two countries, but there is a sea that divides Norway from Sweden. So inevitably, the Vikings, if they made it all all the way to America, inevitably, they came over here. And and as a matter of fact, somebody found out, I think my husband found this and somebody else in the family mentioned it. They, the Norse or the Vikings, with all their magic and the runes and how the power they had, they always had a Finnish sorcerers. They, what would be considered today Finnish, even though that's the national name. And back then there was no national lines. They always had somebody from this ethnic group as a sorceress. So did the Swedes. The Swedes would have a Finnish sorceress because they were feared and they were powerful or are powerful and they know how to throw a curse now don't 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 just think that because it's black that don't nobody else have no power see these pro-black people sometimes they kind of trip me with that yes melanin gives you power yes it helps you to be stronger and so on and so forth but there's a lot of non-black people out there they got some power too and it ain't just because don't assume that oh they learned it from us no they have their own fucking type of power because a lot of those archangels and angels anunnaki and ascendant masters are white or have white skin or what would be considered white even though that's a misnomer nobody's skin is totally white nobody human anyway so 
my point is people, you know, while the continents were conjoined at one time and there was Pangea and Africa was the center, don't assume because non-black people don't look like you that they ain't got no power and everything they know they got from you. No, they have their own set of customs. Even if all humans came out of Africa, there's still other systems that came into the earth that belong to other peoples is my point. Like the most high didn't just give black people power is my point. The most high just didn't give black people magic and, 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 uh, an ability to commune with ancestors and spirits. The most high gave each people some kind of purpose within the earth. Otherwise they wouldn't exist. Otherwise they wouldn't be here. Okay. So one of the things that I do in my free time is I'm trying to find out more about Uko and the Finnish gods. Because a lot of, even though technically they're different from Viking, they are still the same in a way, because this is the same region. So now that explains why I'm back here in this region. It also explains why I feel so grounded and at home and at peace here, because I never fucking belonged in America. Now, I got ties to Native American ancestry and Mayan ancestry and... um. There's some indication that Belizean is up in there uh, as far as lineage. It wouldn't be called Belizean back then. Afro, um, what are they called? The Garifuna peoples. Yeah, Garifuna, G-A-R-I-F-U-N-A. Because the Garifuna peoples are related to the Louisiana Creoles. And they are also related to the Gullah Geechee people of South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia. Okay all the dress the food the dialect it's all the same so that it, that it, you see how far belize is from south carolina north carolina and georgia right well in louisiana this is in the middle that's just how people migrate that's how the norwegians and the icelandic peoples can be still related to the finno-ugric people f-i-n-n-o-ugric u-g-r-i-c because the Finno-Ugric people actually came up from Asia. And they're more related to Siberians, which are closely related to Mongolians, which inevitably are not far from India. So that is that explains like the spiritual, one of the spiritual aspects of why I'm here. I was always supposed to come back here. But when it came down to um the Mayan, uh, my son's father, is always mistaken when it, we talk about people feeling like you're familiar to their culture. Uh, my son's father is a black man. He is kind of a light-skinned, moderate light-skinned man, but he's stocky and he got meat on his goddamn bones. He's not a fat man. He's just muscular. And uh, he's like average height, like 5'8". And uh, he has straight black hair. He shaves his head bald, but his goatee and his beard is straight and it's black like Mexican hair. Uh, or, yeah, it looks like Mexican hair. So people f who are Mexican, which there's a huge Mexican population around where my son's dad is from, Durham, North Carolina, um, 
they mistake him for being and I'm not even gonna say mistake because that's wrong because they they seeing it in him they seeing it in his soul they seeing it in his archetype and his body they seeing it in his face he looks like a Mexican or part Mexican man even though technically he's black and so even when we were together years ago Mexicans would walk up to him and start speaking to him in Spanish they would smile at him and talk to him like he was a brother and even in a McDonald's drive-thru if there was a Mexican man or woman working they would just speak to him in Spanish like oh hey how you doing today brother yeah what can I get for you if they see him they will start to assume that he is Mexican it's happened all it happened all the time and it's still happening and then we realized his uh one of his godparents I think his godfather or either his uncle said their family has Mayan ancestry. There you go. See, that's why you can't believe that lie that all of us came from Africa. Alexis has explained this a lot. All of us did not come from Africa. (laughs) Nothing against Africa, but I'm just saying you can't believe that transatlantic slave lie all the time that, oh, we all came over here, child. We was just broke down and pole and didn't know nothing and didn't have nothing, didn't have no culture. Once we got here, no, there was people that were already here that had plenty of culture going back thousands of years that taught Spaniards, French, and European, other European nations the what's up. Okay. Um I turn turns out when I uh met my when I met my son's dad's godfather. This is another example of how people move around, right? Met my son's dad's godfather. Now, like I said, their family lives in North Carolina in the eastern part of North Carolina around Durham and Raleigh, right? But yeah, he's got Mayan ancestry. That's a good damn distance there. And the Mexicans who live in the area, a lot of them look at him as if he's one of them. Okay. I'm from South Carolina. And I have Gullah Geechee, Cherokee, Navajo, Piscataway, Palestinian, Angolan, Nigerian ancestry. There's some Nigerian somewhere up in there, but it's mostly Angolan. That Angolan is where I got that sickle cell trait from, but it's also a past life uh, cross to bear. Not sickle cell trait, the sickle cell gene, the sickle cell disease came from Angola because Angola births the most babies in the world with sickle cell. Every year, there's thousands of babies born with sickle cell disease in Angola. So it's this the gene pool with the heaviest number of people with the trait and the number of people that are born with the disease naturally if you have two people with the trait you're going to get a baby with the disease but it also comes it's a spiritual cross because it came from india too because my blood phenotypes are traced back to arabians in india i mean this has been scientifically proven when they have done blood tests on me something called a hemoglobin electrophoresis it breaks down the type of hemoglobin that you have and it is traceable back to arab people and and india mainly it is highly popular in india that specific phenotype so that's a scientific tie in my body in my blood to my life back in india thousands of years ago not only that remember i said i died of malaria Back in that past life, Archangel Raziel showed me, he said, you died of malaria. Malaria, 
do you know that if you have sickle cell trait, it is protective from malaria? It doesn't mean you won't get malaria. It just means you're less likely to die of it. It means it makes it less severe. But if you have sickle cell disease, it's even more protective and preventative of severe problems from malaria. If you ever contract malaria, you can still get it. It's just easier to cure it. And it's it's a, like a shield in a way. It protects your body from being damaged from the disease, from the, the, the parasite. The parasite has a hard time multiplying in sickle cells because they don't live a long time and it's just difficult. So it protects you. So the Most High gave me a protective mechanism, even though it's across the bear in this life, gave me sickle cell disease because I died of malaria before. So he's like, you ain't going to die again. <laughs> you ain't going to die that shit again. So that is another scientific proof that I did have a life back there in India. But it's also a tie to that life, to life in Africa, too. I haven't seen that African life yet. I just know genetically that it's there, that it, there's genetics there. But my, father, my son's father lives in North Carolina. I'm from South Carolina. I ended up moving to Durham, and then we eventually met and uh, had, a, had a nice relationship overall. You know, semantics and shit happened with his family and we ended up breaking up eventually after some years and I ended up getting sick. Like not long after we broke up, we were still thinking he was still thinking about us getting back together. I wasn't really sure about it because I was concerned about the people he was hanging around. He was younger than me. I usually didn't date younger men, but I did that time. And he's a real nice guy, real nice Capricorn guy, loves people, loves family, takes real good care of his sons i mean he's just he's real cool but he let no good ass niggas hang around and you know them no good ass niggas would pull him away from doing what he was supposed to do he would go to work but he'd get around them niggas he had an excellent work ethic was doing well and then he'd get around them niggas and then all of a sudden he hung over and don't want to go to work like you know niggas will sabotage you they will get you out of pocket but um That's just people in general. But like I said, that nigga spirit can be in anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't have to be black. Mm. So I met him and we had a relationship long, long while. And our son was born. And then uh, even before our son was born, when I first met my son's dad, uh, I met his godfather. And his godfather, the first thing he said when I walked in the room was, well, dang, you look like kinfolk. I mean, you look like you related to us. And I said, yes, we people have told us that we do look like we're related, like we could be brother and sister. <sighs> Y'all, this shit's so crazy. So time goes on, and my aunt is doing genealogy research, and she turns around and tells me, after she sees pictures of Mike, my son's dad well he looks like you he looks like us here's another person saying we look like we related here go my aunt saying it on my daddy's side he looks like us he he looks like your brother and your dad i mean your uncle and your dad he looks like us and then she's doing this genealogy research and she she finds out that his in our family tree 
the same last name that my son's dad has is in our family tree. So we're probably distant cousins. We didn't know that until after our son was born. So it was too late, but we weren't first cousins. We weren't second cousins. We might've been like fourth cousins, which they say after third, you're not really related, but you can see the similarity and the resemblance, right? So <laughs> that shit was crazy. So that's another tie to that Mayan ancestry that I said, even though we way up in North Carolina. Then we find out that our grandfathers both lived, his grandfather and my grandfather are both from the same eastern North Carolina farmland area. This shit, this shit was crazy. This shit was crazy. So here go, here go the most high putting people together and shit. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving along, when I talk about you can't put a face to the most high, I had a vision one time, somebody did me real, real dirty, right? I used to talk to this guy who's a Taurus and he did me real dirty. And I told y'all on the recent episodes about them Taurus men and them Scorpio women child, that's a, that if they get together and they and it and and it works well, meaning um, love language style, finance style, uh, personality, and stuff like that. Because you can you can be a so called compatible sun sign, but you can be incompatible in your Venus and incompatible in your ascendant or moon sign in your emotional your love language or your ascendant your ascendant is more who your soul who you really are so you can it can look like oh we should match and we should be able to do well together based on our birthdays but there's there could be other shit in your charts that make you incompatible over a long period of time like that person could have something in one of their houses in their house uh, related to commitment or in their house related to finance that makes them a bad partner for you. So that's why it's important that if you're with somebody who, who you're serious about, you need to go to a skilled astrologer and get a natal chart done, a compatibility uh, natal chart or compatibility astrological chart reading done on you and that individual so that you don't waste precious time uh, trying to pursue a relationship that may not work well. Because you can't just go off of the sun. The, you can't just say, oh, he's Scorpio and I'm Cancer. So we are both water. We should work. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I've been with two Cancers. And both of them motherfuckers were liars and players. And see, Scorpio does not like liars and players. Scorpio can be liars and players too, but I'm not. Scorpio men can be very treacherous and they can be very disloyal. They, got, they like to slang wang wang. Not all of them, but a lot of them can be like that. A lot of them can be sex addicts too, so they're not gonna be faithful to you. And see, Scorpio women are more more like they like the loyalty. They they will be committed. Most of them will be committed, you know, and they want somebody committed to them. And them Cancer men, that's like I told y'all, Cancer can be very flirtatious, but Cancer can also uh, hold their feelings inside too much to the point where Scorpio begins to distrust them so you have to if you're really serious about somebody you need it's best to get an astrological natal chart done on you and the other individual and if you don't have their birth time 
then you can just tell the astrologer, I don't have the birth time and they know how to set the chart up at 12 midnight on the date of birth. So if the person was born on November 18th, 1973, and you don't know what time they were born, the person, the astrologer will just set it for November 18th, 1973, 12 a.m. midnight. That way the energy will read for that entire time of November 18th and they'll still get a pretty accurate uh, chart from their for the person. And you can do this too in your own time if you use those free natal chart calculators like cafeastrology.com. You can do it too if you don't know somebody's birth time and you know their birth date. You can look up their natal chart. You may not get all the information. You may not get like the asteroids like Lilith and Juno and the, some of the other asteroids, but you can get a good amount of information. And that can help you a lot it'll help you save time it'll help you better understand yourself even if you're not in a relationship or not looking towards that if you go and get your own natal chart you can do it yourself or you can get an astrologer to do it or a reader to do it um and um i'll offer them eventually and i'll do them for people um it'll help you understand your even your financial outlook your health outlook there are certain astrological signs where you can suffer diseases because of your sign. You can suffer ailments in your body or you can be prone to ailments developing in your body if you're not careful because of your sign. Virgos tend to have a lot of problems with their bowels, their intestines and their stomach area. My aunt is a Virgo and she has ulcerative colitis. She's had to have extensive surgery in her intestines and stomach area. Victorian people tend to have problems with the shoulder, the sinuses, and the neck. Ex-dude I was about to talk about, problems with the shoulder, the sinuses, and the neck. Okay. Uh, Scorpio people can have problems with the genitals area, like the women reproductive, like uterine problems. Uh, maybe have easily, uh, maybe if, maybe are sensitive down there in the lady parts and can pick up um uh, bacterial infections easily. Uh, maybe they have to be what, you know, careful with what kind of soap they use and what kind of um, solution they use to bathe in because it can throw their pH balance off easily and upset the genitalia. That happens to me. I've always been like that. Scorpios are prone to problems of the bladder and or the uh, genitourinary system. So astrology is not fake as people say it's that shit is not fake that shit is not trumped up that shit is not uh fluffing stuff and and uh a lie and none of that it's not i'm telling you lower level christianized black people who think that astrology is useless if you think astrology is useless you're gonna have to say astronomy is useless and you're also gonna have to say religion is useless because the most high said in that christian bible Look to the heavens and the stars for signs. How do you do that? With astrology. So if astrology is bullshit, so is astronomy. Because astronomy studies the constellations that astrology is based on. And while these lower level, bullheaded black people love to say, and other people love to say astrology is nonsense, guess what? All your political leaders, your lawyers, your doctors, your rich people, your 1%, your monarchs, your kings, queens, your princes, princesses, your Christian pastors, your uh, church clergy, the Vatican, uh, the most powerful entities on this earth. 
look at that astrology and that's why they maintain their power because they know that and if they don't know it themselves they pay people they pay astrologers they pay readers they pay psychics to get them the jive on what it is what is coming for me in 2020 what is coming for me next month what does my financial house look like this month do i need to move one and a half million dollars out of the indian rupee and put it in the japanese yen tell me what's up astrologer what do the planets say the planets are there for a reason they're not just there just because they're rocks just like crystals are in the ground for a reason they're not just there just because they look pretty there's a purpose behind everything so while nonsensical people will accuse astrology of not being purposeful they're the ones who are on the bottom while these higher ups are excuse me, using it in their everyday lives. I'm telling you, you will be surprised at the number of these powerful people who don't do nothing without consulting the skies. You would be amazed at the number of celebrities and powerful people in business who don't do anything without consulting the skies. So this dude that I used to talk to, the Taurus, he was up to no fucking good. You know, at first things were fine. And I think if he had not had a, a lion spirit and if he had not had some other shit in his bloodline, we probably could have worked out long term. But long story short, the nigga betrayed me real bad. He treated me real bad. I was not a perfect person. I've never been a perfect person, but what I am guilty of is checking his ass when he did me dirty for no reason. Like you're yelling at me because you got in an argument with somebody else and I'm saying good morning to you. Why are you yelling at me? I didn't do anything to you. How am I supposed to know that you just got done arguing and you're aggravated? Why are you yelling? It was that kind of shit or just, you know, standing me up on dates within the beginning. And I, that's why I, you know, I cut him off. You, you're not going to stand me up and think I'm going to give you another opportunity for a date fuck you <laughs> fuck you who the fuck do you think you are and see that's how scorpios do who the f and leos too who the fuck do you think you are and sagittarians too how fucking dare you you standing me up nigga you standing me up when i didn't have to give you the time of day okay see that's a narcissistic power play that's what that was but anyway moving right along i the the motherfucker was either a magician or he knew somebody who had magical powers or there was somebody who had magical powers in his family he was one of like five brothers so it could have been any of them but I think he had power because what I saw spiritually was that his grandmother she was an old AME reverend reverend old AME reverend she was an old witch and then I think I could tell that he was, when I looked at a picture of the grandmama and the five brothers, including him, I could tell that he was the favorite out of them because he was the only one with the light eyes. He had these honey color eyes, not like Rihanna's eyes, but he had these honey color eyes, kind of like Robert Richard's, Robert Richard's eyes. And I could tell that the grandmother favored him. He wasn't the youngest, but the grandmother favored him. And see them older matriarchs, them older witches, 
or, or high priestesses, if they have multiple grandchildren or great grands, they will select the ones that want, they want to teach the craft to, that they want to mentor or transfer their power to. And so he was the one and the, the motherfucker was astral projecting into my house. He would be saying shit um, as if he could see me in my house. Uh, like, uh, he would say stuff like, um, for example, um, I bet you just sitting there in your pajamas watching, uh, TV, eating popcorn, huh? And I would be doing exactly that. So that's how I knew the motherfucker could see me somehow. And so I went to, uh, blocking him out spiritually because I didn't want to be with him. And he had fucked up enough times. I'd given him enough chances, right. To get shit right. And he just wasn't trying to do right. He wasn't used to a woman like me. And he was used to dealing with trashy women and women he could play games on and women who were desperate for a man. And I just wasn't going to let him run over me. I had to, I have too much power. I may look like I'm small and insignificant, but I have too much power spiritually to let somebody just constantly run over. At some point I'm going to get tired. And when I swing that blade, your head is going to roll especially when it comes to intimate relationships and family members, like at some point I'm going to get tired and I'm going to cut you. I used to let people get away with way too much. And that was one of my lessons in this life, but he was astral projecting in my house because there would be times when I would feel somebody touch me and rub my arm and feel like I was being watched. And so once I blocked him out and spiritually protected my house, he didn't come back anymore. He wasn't able to get back in. And I'll have to talk more about how to do that on another episode or how I personally did it, even though everybody might have a different technique. But I had, it had been about eight or 10 months and I had not thought of this individual, had not heard from him. I had changed my phone number so he couldn't get in contact with me and everything. Yo, I was, I was done, done. And um, one night, all of a sudden, when I went to sleep, I had a dream a vision you know I use the terms dream and vision interchangeably but it it probably was actually astral travel all of a sudden when I went to sleep I'm in I'm in heaven and this motherfucker is there on his knees like a prisoner hands behind his back hands tied behind his back and I guess the bitch that he was playing me with was also right beside him yeah and because I had seen her before I seen a picture of her before and it can't and I had already realized before I had the vision before I was there and seeing this that he had been leeching my energies and taking off of my crown and giving it to that bitch he had been using it for himself and they was both getting rich off of me and see y'all gotta be careful out there single women married women too but you you single women out there you got to be careful about these niggas and these men. I don't care if they black, white, whatever. You got to be careful, but especially black men do this a lot. They will try to talk to you and have sex with you if you allow them and just be all up in your space and getting your energies and they're getting rich off of you and they can also be getting the money to put on another bitch head, put on another bitch back. And I've had several black men do that to me. So I know that it's not a mistake. I've had several fucking warlocks do that shit to me. But they always go broke once I figure it out. Once I figure it out, they always lose everything they got. So I, I know other women that it's happened to. But I'll talk about that another time. But it's mainly 
because I'm a black woman and I've mainly been with black men in the past, I can only speak on what they do. I can't really speak on what the white man does because even though, you know, I've dated interracially before and I'm married interracially, it does not like when it come down to this kind of spiritual robbing, I've seen it happen more in the black community because that's where I'm from. So I can't really say in a white community yet because I'm new to living around a predominantly white society like this so he was on his knees hand behind his hands tied behind his back she was on her knees hands tied behind her back and I was standing there and the most high was there but the most high was like there in cloud or smoke form just like the bible talks about you know there's a lot of lies in the bible but there's also some truth up in there and the most high was there like in cloud and smoke form like fog and 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 he said, what do you want to do with him? And then there were also two angels standing behind each one of them. There was one on his side, on his right, and there was one on her side, on her left. And the most I said, what do you want to do? And I, and I just looked at both of them, and I was so angry that I didn't even reply, and I just turned my back. But see, I didn't reply verbally, but what I did was enough. So I turned my back. And faced away from them. And the most high. Them angels snatched. I, I turned back over my shoulder. Them angels snatched both of their motherfucking asses up. And took them out. Now. I didn't get to see where they went, where they took them. But. I was told that. That damned their souls spiritually. Now I don't know if that's a permanent damnation. Or whether it's going to be a damnation. They can work off. You know, like that they can recompense. But this is more than just karma. So he's going to be punished and is being punished for how he did me. She's being punished. And there's another individual from my past who's also being punished for similar type of behavior, betrayal behavior. And that's why I said, be careful with that forgiveness because people will try to come back and get your forgiveness so they can get that punishment off of their back. Because they know a lot of times they know your power. They know your relationship with the most high or the one. And they will come back and say, oh, I'm sorry for how I treated you. Will you forgive me? And if you say, yes, I forgive you, that kind of like takes some of the punishment away from them for what they did to you before. That is like giving them a pass. Now, if you want to forgive them, forgive them privately. Do not ever tell these people, I forgive you. Yeah, I I forgive you for cheating on me and having a baby on the side. Or I forgive you for uh, punching me in my face and breaking my nose. I forgive you for stealing my retirement money. No, don't ever say that kind of shit. Don't ever say that kind of shit. Maintain spiritual order and keep that for yourself. But I don't forgive. And I put a link on the last episode if you would like to check it out please check this link out i talked about saturn i didn't even remember that saturn was direct but i talked about saturn and how saturn yes is chaos and confusion but saturn will also take your motherfucking money lord chronos don't play that motherfucking shit he will also he's also about karma so this channel that i really like and i've been watching for years called your angelic karma black lady she's a reader and a psychic she came out with a video two hours after I uploaded that podcast episodes about step out of these churches. She came out with a video that said Saturn hits direct 
no Saturn direct hits vengeance and in the video she said I have a Capricorn moon I don't forgive and I don't forget either I have a Capricorn moon in Vedic astrology but my moon is in Aquarius in the western so I don't forgive not including my Saturn is in motherfucking Scorpio. You y'all know Scorpios can hold a grudge for lifetimes. You know that if it's any sign that holds a grudge, it's a goddamn Scorpio. So I got Saturn in Scorpio, child. Saturn in Scorpio means I ain't gonna never forget what you did. And I'm not saying that to try to hold power over people at all. I'm just saying I'm not gonna be your fool no more. <laughs> I ain't gonna forget now. I know you done shown me who your what your soul is. You done shown me your dark side. I'm aware. Thank you, most high. Thank you for the lesson. I thank the motherfucker for the lesson. He taught me about self-love because self-love is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful force in the universe. Self-love. So don't let these people make you think that you gotta give your love away. In order to get something. No, you better love yourself and then love others. Like I say on my Instagram title. My Instagram bio. And I will put the link for that in the description box about self-love and the power of that in the universe. So that Taurus dude taught me self-love. Uh, my son's dad taught me self-love. Uh, more self-love rather. Not that I didn't love myself, but more self-love. And then that last guy, that toxic twin flame, that cancer. That motherfucker gave me the biggest lesson in self-love that I ever had in this life. And that is why I was able to cut him off and marry somebody totally different who didn't treat me like trash, who was not a narcissist like him. Because, see, the twin flame is a narcissist. That's the other thing about twin flame relationships. Usually one is a narcissist and one is an empath. Not all the time. But one is usually a narcissist, sociopath, a psychopath, and then the other person can be a normal individual or they can be an empath or a highly sensitive person. But narcissistic, empathic relationships and codependency amongst the two people are very, very, very prevalent in twin flame connections. So see, he's the narcissist. I'm the empath. That's why those cords and those soul ties are hard to break. And it's usually the empath's job to learn to put away toxic codependency and to learn that self-love. This can also happen if it's a mother-daughter relationship, a father-daughter relationship, a father-son, a mother-son. You can have a narcissistic, empathic, codependent relationship with a lot of different people. It doesn't just have to be a romantic partner or a lover or spouse. So see, he taught me the biggest self-love lesson of all, and it also leveled me up spiritually. So on the very last day that I spoke to him, I broke up with this motherfucker. This was God all the way. This is the most high all the way. I broke up with this motherfucker with the, on the goddamn uh, lunar eclipse, excuse me, solar eclipse in Leo. It was a solar eclipse in Leo coming in 2018 in August. And then there was like, and then it was Mercury retrograde. And then it was like some other kind of very, very strong karmic energy. And I broke up with him right at that time. And on the last day that I ever spoke to him, I said, you know what? I thank you for the lessons, but I release you 
because you will never change and you've had a lot of opportunities to change in the 20 years that I've known you and in the two years that you've been back in my life you show me that you you're repeating the same behavior and the same cycle with me that you did before 20 years ago he uh played me with an ex or ex interfered rather ex interfered in our relationship and then he did it again in 2017 slash 2018 he was fucking with an ex so see you're not gonna change nigga you have to go and I told him I said but by the time you realize who this bitch is because I told him I said she's a witch and she's got black magic on you and I said you bound and I said you ain't never gonna be happy you ain't never gonna get that promotion you want you ain't never gonna have a financial ability that you want and I said because you have shitted on the one that you were supposed to treat right I said, regardless of whether we were supposed to be together or not, that's that's not my concern. I said, because I will never be with somebody like you who doesn't take my love seriously and who mishandles my heart like that. But I just want you to know that I've warned you about that bitch. And I said, but I, I said, she ain't the one for you, but I ain't the one for you either. I said, because not all twin flames are supposed to be together, whether you believe in a concept of a twin flame or not. I said, not all of them are supposed to be together. Even if they are incarnated in the same lifetime, I said, because a lot of times one of them is so far behind the other one that it's incompatible anyway. See, that motherfucker is so far behind me that even if I tried to be with him, it still wouldn't work. He's on a he's on a newborn level compared to me in the spirit. And I, I, I can't waste that kind of time teaching him to catch up regardless of any past life in a uh, relationship with us or familiar tie that we had or whatever. Doesn't matter. So see, all these readers out here that are teaching people that, oh, your twin, you're supposed to be with your twin flame and y'all are coming in the union. Fuck union. You better move on for yourself. If that motherfucker has mistreated you and, and, and you're a divine feminine or a divine masculine or whatever, and that motherfucker has treated you wrong and continues to repeat that behavior, you need to break that karmic cycle and move the fuck on and call it quits. Be done. Finito. Because... I'm telling you, every time you let them back in, they're just going to repeat the same behavior because you're not breaking the karmic cycle. So I broke that karmic cycle and I told him, I said, thank you for the lesson. I said, I warned you about that, bitch. I told you that the Most High allowed me to come back in your life because you manifested me. You asked the Most High for me. And then when the Most High gave me to you, you treated me like crap. You'd rather go back to the trash can than live in the big house with me. So... You shitted on your own blessing. I said, so now you're going to reap a lot of karma and a lot of problems because of how you've done me when I did not deserve that. I said, so, but I warned you about that bitch. I said, I ain't the one for you because I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not, I don't play competition. I'm nobody's option. And that's how you've treated me. You've curved me multiple times so you could have all these other options. I said, but had I gone and gotten that farm D, had I gone and become a pharmacist and racked up $80,000 in student loans, then you would have been on one knee asking me to marry you. Then you would have been proud to tell people that I was your woman, but you was hiding me. Otherwise, you were acting like you was ashamed of me, probably because of my disease. But now you're going to see that because you went back to that bitch when she had a baby on you. She was fucking with you and in your face and he laying up in your house and then pop up pregnant by another man. See, she did that to you before. She's going to repeat that behavior again. She may not become pregnant. She's going to cheat on you again. And I've warned you that she has black magic on you. And the Most High also sent me to be your spiritual protector. But I removed my protection now. The Most High sent me also to become a spiritual teacher to him. And I taught him a lot. 
But I say I remove all of that now. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the good times we had and the mentorship. However, I've warned you about her. You don't want to listen. When shit hit the fan, do not say you was not warned. How about the motherfuckers ain't even together no more and don't even speak? I also prophesied and told him last year in August 2018. I said, by the time you realize who that bitch is and you really, 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 really take a hard look, I'm going to be married to somebody else and it's going to be too late for you. He could never come. And I told him, I said, you could never come back in this lifetime or no other lifetime if I have any say about it. However, I just want you to know that by the time you figure out you, I will be married to somebody else and then the final nail will be in the coffin. And sure enough, that has been happening. I got married to somebody else, happily married. I married my ascended master soulmate who Nubian News predicted. She predicted that in a general reading for the collective a couple years ago, like last year and then the year before that, she said, you divine feminines out there, your twin flame ain't doing you right. A lot of y'all got ascended master soulmates waiting in the wings. Some of y'all got two, some of y'all got more than two that will step in and treat the divine feminine and honor her like she wants to be treated. So I got rid of the motherfucking narcissistic twin flame and married the empath ascended master soulmate. And happy about that too. So you see, August 2018, I cut off the twin flame and broke that karmic cycle. September passed, October passed, November passed, December passed. January 2019, I met my ascended master soulmate, and we were engaged four weeks later, and we are married now. January 2019, met in the of January, engaged. Here we are married in November. Married on 11 11, 11, 11, 11 at 2 p.m. 11. Now, when I go back to that 11 number, like I said, 3008 BC, I died at 56. That's another 11. I was born 11, 12, 1983. That's 11. The 12 is there. I'm going to tell you why. But the 1983, that 8-3 is also in 11. Now, if you do that two in the 12 and that uh, one in that nine out of 1983, that's that's also 11. There's a multiple 11s there, but the Most High told me that I was not allowed to be born on 11-11 at an 11 birth time at an 11 birth weight because I would be too powerful. So they had to they had to make me wait a little bit and and when I look back at my mother's birth record when she de- when she delivered me that's true they could not get me out they had to use forceps to get me out I was a nine pound and two ounce baby that's eleven I was born at one twenty eight a.m. on eleven twelve so just after midnight they weren't gonna let me come in on eleven eleven. Just after midnight on 11, 12, 128 a.m., which is also 11, I was born at a, at a weight equaling 11. So I know a lot about my purpose of being here. I don't know it all. They don't let me see it all. They don't let me hear it all. But I just want to share all of that with y'all, you know, so maybe it'll help somebody. I'll share more when I get a chance. And 
just don't let if you're in a twin flame connection or you are where you have a twin flame just don't let these motherfuckers get away with shit like because a lot of times the lesson is about um a lot of times the lesson is about the self-love for you you just have you have to honor yourself and honor your ancestors and honor uh your creator and your guys and say no i'm not i'm not gonna stand for this i'm not gonna stand for this I know that you like to run the streets. I know that you like to play. I know that you like to lie. I know that you used to talking to people crazy. You're not going to talk to me crazy like that. And until you decide to change or until the most high changes you, we cannot be friends. We cannot be together. We cannot be on speaking terms. And you cut them off slam like that. And if the most high wants them to change, the most high will change them or they will learn their lesson. The most high will change them. The most high will bring them back together with you if it's meant to be. But if it's not and the most high has better, like they say, God's rejection is protection, y'all. And that is so true. Had I kept dealing with that twin flame, I would have been dead, y'all. I would end up dying or, or being sick. And then see, the other thing is, even if by some miracle, he would have left the bitch alone that he was fucking around with in and out, off and on, up and down and shit. Even if he would have left her alone for a while and being with me, I always would have had to worry if I ever got sick and ended up in the hospital. You know, with sickle cell, you can end up in the hospital for weeks. It can take a while. Like if you're, if my blood count goes down, it can take a while for my bone marrow to recover. Sometimes I can't get a blood transfusion. I have a, I have so many antibodies in my blood that sometimes it's very hard for them to find blood for me, type and cross match blood for me. So it can take weeks sometimes for my bone marrow to recover if it tanks, if the hemoglobin and the hematocrit tank. So I could be in the hospital or if I develop a dangerous infection, I could be in the hospital for weeks. It, even if he had left the bitch alone, I always would have had to worry that you fucking with that bitch while I'm in the hospital. Are you fucking with that bitch while I'm on a trip? Are you fucking with that bitch during the day because y'all work in the same city and y'all set that shit up together on purpose she always you you told me she was riding up next to you on the highway trying to get your attention she went and got a job in your city because she wanted to be around you so i would have had to worry that y'all fucking each other on on a lunch break and or, or laid up in a hotel or some shit or you telling me that because you work for ups that y'all had to pull overtime and you really laid up in the hotel with this bitch and you got some nigga covering for you at your job like ain't nobody got time for all of that i got the ascendant master soulmate and we in the same goddamn house and we six thousand miles away from that bullshit and we like it like that we all in miles away from that nigga shit and we like it like that ain't no drama over here and that motherfucker is jealous because he been posting shit on his facebook my homegirl told me about it been posting shit on his facebook about finland why you go see if you're not having regrets baby why you go and post to your facebook a finland vacation a Finland vacation picture and, and a website about vacationing in Lapland in Finland on my on the day after my birthday. See, the motherfucker was always mixing up my birthday and saying 11-13 anyway. So you can't, you don't have a decency to remember my fucking birthday. But anyway, the motherfucker was always doing little shit like that. See, that's what narcissists do. But you gonna post on 11-13, I mean, this past month, November 
November 13, 2019, you're going to post on your Facebook a picture of Finland and a Finland travel travel um website. And my homegirl told me about it. See, I don't look for this nigga. He's he's I like I said, I'll never speak to that motherfucker again. But she's like, yeah, girl, uh, he posed the day after your birthday because her birthday, her daughter's birthday is 1113. So that's why she noticed it because they're friends on Facebook. I was like, yeah, funny, this motherfucker ain't never even mentioned Finland in his fucking life before until he saw me move there. And then right before I moved here, he the same friend, he tracked her down at a store in small town USA where we all are kind of from tracked her down and told and, and and it's rehashing from over a year and a half ago rehashing talking about well I did I, you know me and that girl was just friends you wasn't just friends you was fucking that bitch and you was bringing her around your family don't 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 lie to my own girl no you wasn't just friends with her it's what you trying to do damage control over a year and a half later when I have not spoken to you, have I not had any contact with you? You're trying to do damage control to my friend because you know you fucked up. And you know now people know that your mask fell off. You're not that charming, nice guy, educated guy that you pretend to be. You are a liar and you are a narcissist and you are evil. At your core, you are insecure. So you go and post something about Finland because you see I'm there. And then the day after the day, couple of days before I get married, you're going to post something talking about Michelle Obama says that women should marry this type of man. See, the motherfucker's a magician because we didn't tell nobody that we were getting married that week. So you post that three days before we got married, talking about women should marry a guy like this. And post something else talking about, um, all of all the black all the black man needs is a good black woman and uh post something else talking about um treasure the hearts that love you because one one mistake can take years to undo one one damn one incident of damage can take years to undo so cherish the hearts that love you see you mishandled me and you know you fucked up but it's too late. It's been too late. But, you know, see how God works. See how the most high works. I'm the only bitch that he's ever dealt with who's married. I'm the only bitch he's ever dated who is married. And he even said that to me before, long before I met my husband. He said, well, uh, so what if you've been engaged a couple of times? Um, all of my ain't none of my exes married. Ain't none of my exes married, so they in the same position as me. Engagement don't mean nothing. Well, bitch, I'm the only ex of yours who's married. So shut the fuck up. Sit in that big house, swamping in that debt, sloshing around in that goddamn four, three, four hundred thousand dollar debt that you got to your name on a hundred thousand dollar salary. Sit in that motherfucking big house by your goddamn self. Or 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 let them little red ass bitches traipse in and out. I don't give a fuck. But see, you you did something dirty and and when as much hell as the most high want to heap on top of your head, as much hot coals as the most high want to heap on top of your head, I'm happy for it. Because I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. And that's just it. And that go for family, that go for any other treacherous ass, conniving ass motherfuckers from over there in America. I'm happy to be away from that shit. 
And I encourage all of you, if you can get away from that kind of foolishness, get away from it. They will, I'm telling you, they will rob your blessings from you because you'll be stressed out over the drama and then you can't focus on manifesting. You have to put your energy, your energy has to be in a certain way, in a certain place to manifest. But we'll talk more about that on another episode. So thank y'all so much for listening. I'm going to get on up out of here and get me something to eat because my little tummy's starting to growl. And um, I'm going to be back with part one of my anthology series later on this evening it is 9 6 a.m eastern european time on wednesday december 11th 2019 i hope that you will be blessed thank you so much broadcasting and signing off from eastern finland near the border of russia i'll see you soon have a good one